From a secret location in room 100 of 540 Jack Gibbs Boulevard, this is Craft. I'm your host, Tyler Clementi, the Craft Spring Intern. Ellis Paul is a folk singer and songwriter from Maine on the road to promote Chasing Beauty, his newest release. His tour brings him to Columbus on March 6th for a performance with Six String Concerts. Ellis Paul, welcome to Craft. Well, thanks for having me. Oh yeah, well, we're very excited for your visit to Columbus and the concert. Tell us a little bit about Chasing Beauty. Well, it took uh, quite a long time to, to finally get it out. I, I wrote songs for about three years and then took the best of those three song, uh, those those 30 songs, I should say, and uh, and it just came out in the fall, and I've been touring it around the country, so I'm excited to bring it to Columbus. I haven't been there in quite a while, so uh, it'll, it'll be nice. There's a lot going on with the production of this album. I understand that it was crowdfunded by over 600 people. Yeah, we raised uh, over a hundred thousand dollars to put it out, which is phenomenal. Um, you know, we've been able to market it and uh, do some videos and um, spread the word around on on the internet with it. And uh, so, you know, I wouldn't be able to do this without the people that have been fans of my music for a long time, and uh, and they just keep me on the road, keep my wheels rolling. Yeah, that's, that's super exciting. How did you go about making that shift? Because obviously, you can't do that when you're just starting out, but now you have the means to. Well, you know, I was on our rounder records for the first uh, seven albums of my career, and uh, you know, the internet just made it possible for um, people like me to survive without a middleman and to be able to own the recordings fully. And um, you know, it just gives me more satisfaction. You know, I don't have to fight a record label for these songs and. Uh, and anytime something great happens to them, should they make a movie or make make it into a television show, um, <laughs> I'll reap all the benefits, which is great. Yeah, no, that, that's fantastic. So you would say that it influences your writing? Well, you know, it gives me more freedom. I don't have a record label dictating what kind of music I should put out. You know, frequently they say, we don't hear a single or we don't hear the format that we can market this in. And, and because I have completely... Uh, I'm in complete control of the artistic side of it. I just can treat the song like it's a separate entity. Like it, it just, it, I can treat it the way it deserves to be treated. And if the song wants to be a quiet country folk song, then I can do that. Or if I want to rock it out, I can do that without having to answer any to any any kind of bigger bigger voice in the process. Yeah, that sounds like a like a much more enjoyable uh, development process. I wanted to talk about that actually. You. You worked with the album on Christian and Brandon Bush? Yeah, they produced the record, and I've known those guys for years, but this is the first one that they've had their hands on from start to finish, and uh, they did a great job of production on it. It's really great. What do they bring to the production process? Well, they have a, a really wide palette. Uh, Christian is, is a famous country singer. He's in the band Sugarland. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he understands sort of that side of the world, but he also comes from the singer-songwriter world, and, and uh, they both are huge fans of contemporary rock music and uh, pop music, so, you know, the, the palette that they brought was much wider than mine, and, um, you know, they're, they're, and they're, they, they both have different strengths, and Christian's strengths, you know, around guitar and the stringed instruments and it's around the keys, um, so... You know, I got it. It was just great working with somebody that um, cared about the project and cared about the songs and uh, and knew how to play all these instruments at the same time. Yeah, for sure. You wrote over a period of three years, and and I also know that you recorded in three separate locations. What was that part of production like? 
Well, a lot of the vocals were done in Charlottesville where I live, um, just because I had more breathing room to be home and, and do it. And, uh, and then down in Atlanta where most of the band tracks were done, um, we had, you know, full drum kits and electric guitars done down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, so it, it, it ended up being a sort of piecemeal. I did parts of the project in, in several places and, and, uh, and then we, brought it all to Atlanta for mixing, and, and, uh, and it went well. It certainly came out well. I want to ask about a particular song off the album now. Drive-In Movie is one of the standouts. What can you tell us about that song? That song is a song that Christian had started uh, with a couple country writers in Nashville, and I, I was sitting with him, this is in one of the last days of the recording session, and I said, you know, I'd really like to get more of like a romantic kind of acoustic ballad on the record. And, and, uh, and I basically, I basically didn't have anything to kind of fit that bill. And I said, what do you have? And he had just a little verse of a song that he had started. And I said, well, why don't, why don't you let me finish that song with you and, and uh, see if we can get it on the record. And uh, so I finished it that afternoon and recorded it the next afternoon. And, it's one of my favorite cuts from the album. Take me to a driving movie. Put your body right next to me. Whisper promises to me. Roll the windows down. When you look at me like that, kiss me and I kiss you right back. Make your heart give it to me. Take me to a driving movie. Yeah, no, it, it came across really well, I, and I didn't know it was such a, a collaborative writing process. Yeah, it was funny. There, there were there were actually five writers on it, um, but Christian and I did the majority of the heavy lifting. Okay. Um, but they started it, uh, four of them started it, and then I uh, ended up finishing it with Christian's song. It came out great. It's got a really nice guitar part, and, uh, and the sentiment is about just escaping and going to a better place. For sure, yeah. Um, one of the lyrics actually is, take me on a long vacation. Um, I was wondering how much of that is a reaction or a response to your performance schedule. I know you, you perform 150, 200 times a year. Well, you know, it's funny. My job is sort of like a constant vacation. If you can imagine packing bags and going on the airplane, mm-hmm. being in hotels. And uh, it's not, you know, the outside of the flying part is pretty much what I have so, um, you know, and I love getting up in the morning and knowing that I got to go someplace and play music. So it's 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 not like uh, somebody's putting their nose to a throat, you know, to the grindstone in the coal mine or something. Um, I'm very very lucky to be able to do this, and I and I like to do the work. So, um, yeah, my my job's pretty easy compared to a lot of people who are really who are really getting up and breaking their back doing their doing their thing. Yeah, so it's so it's enjoyable always being on tour. Yeah, and it's, you know, it feeds the soul much like a vacation does. And I know how to breathe on the road, you know, if I if I need a down, some down, downtime, I'll, I'll find a little pocket to go and stick my toe in and I'll go take a hot tub or go into a spa somewhere and, um, you know, so I, I do know how to breathe on the road too, so I, I, I take advantage of what's, what's around me. That's good, that's good. Did you always know how to breathe on the road? Well, in the, in the early days, I... Um, so my social life was a lot different in the early days. So I used to hang out with people up until the late hours. And, and nowadays, I, I think about what's what's best for my state of mind and my stress level. And uh, so there's less drinking, less partying, <laughs> less 
uh, canoodling with people I barely know and, uh, and more uh, just kind of being in the moment. Well, it sounds very responsible. Um, I want to yeah. I, I want to ask about uh, another song off the album, Never Want to Lose You. It's the first song on Chasing Beauty. What does it do for you yeah. as the launching point of the album? I like the driving of it. I, I wanted to set up the record with um, the, a positive song that um, was sort of driving and, and a rock in the world. That and uh, I, I just love the, the musical hook and uh, Red Molly sings on that song. Uh, they, they sing actually on seven of the songs. So the vocal parts are really cool. And it kind of like, it, I, I think by starting the album with that song, it, it ends up, you know, letting people know that the record can go in a lot of different ways. It, the songs can be about personal stuff. It can also rock out. And, uh, and I think that song's got a, a nice pop hook. definitely does both of those. It's very, it's very personal, but it's also an extremely energetic song. And it must have been fun to write. It was. It's still pretty cathartic to sing it. I, I sang it with Red Molly over the weekend um, up, in, up in Maine at a couple shows, and um, it, really, it really feels great, especially when other people are playing, playing on it with me. So in, in addition to your prolific music career, I, I understand that you also have a lot of other work, including a documentary film, a book of poetry uh, and short stories, and and then you were also working on a children's book. And I was wondering what you find yeah. to be different about all those different projects. Well, they all stem out of my um, work as a touring singer-songwriter, and uh, I've written one children's book that's come out that's based on one of my children's albums, and I have another one coming out in the fall. So, um, you know, that's, that's sort of just like a sideline that's related to writing songs for kids, and... Uh, which I also do because I have a couple kids. I've, I've written two children's albums, and um, one of those albums was turned into a book. And um, you know, and and because the music is not, we don't make our living the same way we did even ten years ago, um, because people aren't buying CDs, and um, you know that that whole part of our business is shrunken down. So, well, I'm just learning how to diversify and other income streams coming in so I can still keep my habit up of being on the road and writing songs. Yeah, yeah, so, and I was, I was going to ask about how those two different uh, activities work in your life. I mean, obviously you've got 19 music releases, you've got these other other projects, so you do a lot of writing, and I, and I was wondering how you felt about the relationship between writing and performing in your life and what they do separately. Well, the best part of the job is really writing the songs, I think. Um, it's, it's sort of a... You, you lay this little three-dimensional world down and it lasts about three minutes for people to listen to and uh, they're hearing this thing that makes them, uh, hopefully will move them in some kind of emotional way. Um, and then you don't know what the potential of the song is. You know, you, you, you don't know who's going to hear it. You don't know how it's going to be used commercially. And uh, there's a lot of mystery to it. And just watching, watching how they're released into the world and how they kind of work for me on their own um, is, is so much fun. And to me, the live shows are just a way to advertise those songs and uh, make sure that people that care about me get to hear them firsthand. And uh, so it's, there's, there's some salesmanship going on when I'm playing shows um, and convincing people to, to buy the record or buy the song. And, um, but the best part of the job is just the writing. 
Paul, you must be doing a good job selling because uh, I, I understand that your performance in Columbus is much anticipated. <laughs> Thank you. I really love uh, playing for the folks in Columbus, and the theater's great, and great place to shoot a show, and uh, it should be a fun night. It should be a fun night indeed. All right, well, thank you very much, Ellis Paul. I look forward to your March Thanks, 6th performance uh, with Six String Concerts. We'll see you soon. All right, we'll see you. Thanks. Again, Ellis Paul's album is Chasing Beauty, and he visits Columbus on March 6th. For more information from our guests, visit www.craftthe-show.com. This is Tyler Clemente. Until next time, be creative.